it's like ripping off a bandage at a certain point you just need to fucking do it yeah and that is this book that is this book another week of Not My Cup of Tea, the podcast where we read and re- review the widest romance novels out there so you don't have to. We are back today with our long form book. We, oh, Right. So I think maybe also, obviously, you starting a new job, me starting uni, like it has taken us a hot minute to do a long book. But also, we fucking hated the book we had planned that was a large factor like i was really struggling to get through it so um, i couldn't listen to more than like an hour like I, I don't know how i managed to do it the first time round. i just like blasted through it in one day and i was just like yeah fuck this book um but we had to review it because i was like oh fuck this book but also I, I want to talk about this now like i've spent i've spent an audible credit i will i will do it well my name is johanna and with me is ben Okay, well, first of all, this is really important in this one, so we've actually read this, obviously. And so, content warnings, my guy. Like, holy shit. You definitely have a look at this, and like, you're gonna get really mad. I I already know because I already am. So, um. I sat and ranted to Ross about it last night. Like, I I genuinely had like a rant, and he was just like, okay. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, please definitely read through all of them. And, like, you know, whereas in other books we have, like, some mentions of stuff, like, in this one, like, there's a lot, there's a lot of, like, really shitty dynamics and stuff in there, yeah. so... I don't think there's anything, like, explicitly triggering, but also, fuck these characters, you know? Exactly, exactly. So, just want to, you know, want to put this out there up front. Uh, well, after we've already teased it and, like, really hyped it up, <laughs> what's the name of the book? Uh, it is a flashbang by Megan March. Fuck you! Fuck you, Megan. <laughs> How dare you make me read this? I know, with my own two eyes. How dare you put this on Audible? I know. <laughs> there's actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's, it, there's at least a sequel. Oh, yeah. why? I don't know. Okay, I mean... She's, an, she's a best-selling author. Oh yeah, she's written a bunch of books apparently, yeah. which is wild to me, but... I've blatantly refused to review another one, though. I know, same. This is a one-off, mate. Like, uh, I'm ready to, like, sub-tweet her when this comes <laughs> on and be like, like bitch, you. what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, um, any general thoughts? I just want to dive right in to just explain why we hate this book I think so we much. just get over it and explain it. Um, Usually I'd say not to yuck your yum, but no, I am yucking your yum. Yeah. This book is awful. Please yeah. do not. And if te- you like, don't tweet me about how good it is. I'll I will ignore it. Exactly. <laughs> if you like it, I will actively shame you. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, as per usual, we kind of split it, so we're gonna sum up the chapters back and forth. Yeah. And this book's a little bit different. So some of the chapters um were literally only a couple minutes to read. Um, so we're gonna kind of handle it in little chunks. Aren't yeah, we? exactly. We're also um, we have so much to say about this uh, that we're expecting to split this into a part one and a part two because we're angry. Yeah, exactly. That's happening, and there's just a there's a lot of stuff in there. So yeah, yeah. Today we're gonna go just over halfway, and then next week you're gonna get the grand final. 
So the book opens on quite a grim note. Uh, there is an apocalyptic event caused by a plane, a plane crash uh, in Chicago. I thought the plane crash was a symptom of it. What do you mean? Oh, what? I thought the plane crashed because of the EMP. Oh. Uh, like that was I just... guess I've never thought about that. All right. Yeah, no, I thought the plane crashed because of the EMP. I and, think like, you're right. What... Yeah. Oh my God, I, I can't believe I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> that's so funny. I thought, like, for whatever reason, the plane crashed and then they set off an EMP as it crashed, but that makes no sense. You're totally right. Okay, let's rephrase that. There's an apocalyptic event. An EMP is sent off in somewhere, Chicago. Yeah. Isn't it like, I'm pretty sure it can happen, like... I mean, I might be way off here. If you have any science science bros listening, please tell us. But I'm pretty sure it can be set off through, like, solar flares. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, in my... Did I get explained in the book, does it? What actually happened? No. no. I'm assuming that's sequel shit, but we're not uh, reading yeah, the exactly. sequel, so... so... Anyway, there's an EMP and a plane crash yeah. in Chicago. It's, it's very much giving you, like, 9-11 vibes. Yeah, uh, it does. Because everyone's kind of, like, watching this horror unfold. Yeah. Uh, including our main character, Rowan who is a swanky young lawyer in Chicago who has recently fallen from grace by a mysterious incident that is hinted at multiple times in the first few chapters. So obviously people start to assume that this is a terrorist attack and Rowan notices that there is a major lack of help or electricity, like all the lights are off in the street, there's no fire engines, there's no police, there's no sounds of cars whatsoever, um, which obviously makes her panic. Similarly, her phone no longer works, so she suspects that this is much more than a simple plane crash, as you've said. <laughs> uh, Rowan takes off through the crowd, sprinting to her condo and ignoring the instinct to try and help anyone along the way. She seems to know what is going on, though, and we find out later that this is because her father was a bit of a doomsday nut and had prepped her for such a situation. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So when in her condo, again, no electronics work. So this kind of, again, confirms her suspicions and it also sends her into a state of disbelief. Mm -hmm. She starts to like talk to herself while she's changing out of her business swanky I'm a lawyer <laughs> clothes. And she thinks about how trivial her old problems seem in this new reality. I love like, how fucking quickly she goes through, you know, like all these light you know epiphanies yeah it's like bitch you know it's literally happened like 20 minutes ago yeah <laughs> you know? she, she very much goes through like the six stages of grief within a millisecond yeah pretty much you know? yeah which okay <laughs> yeah so this is the first mention by name of charles and his wife otherwise known as the Dictastic Charles and his mistress of evil. The Dictastic? I forgot about that. <laughs> I had repressed that. <laughs> yeah. Remember, she's got, she got issues? <laughs> she, she, do. she do. She do. She do be having issues. She do. Yeah. Um, but again, none of this matters because, you know, the world is ending. Yeah. Uh, she grabs a pre-made backpack that is like set up for her in her closet in case of emergencies that was made by her father so it is literally perfect for this situation as it has everything she would ever need to survive so that's like 
rations and rope and yeah, all the kind flint of shit. and steel. All the shit that you get when you're playing a, a D&D campaign. <laughs> 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 and you choose the adventurers or like the explorers. You know, like the, yeah. all the inventory shit, right? Uh, and she also has a taser. It's quite important. True. I don't think I guess mentioned again, but I wrote it down. Um, but it's important. <laughs> Uh, it's quite funny because she talks about how she was annoyed in the past that her dad like had bugged her to keep this. Oh yeah, I remember. But that. it's definitely like one of those moments where her father is sitting there and like all of his electronics go off and he's just like, vindication, my time has come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now she's extremely grateful. She glances outside and the looting has already begun. Are we shocked? No. no. Um, there are small fires in the street that will soon become uncontrollable because, as I've said, there's no fire trucks, and there are gunshots in the distance. <laughs> so the world really has gone to shit within a matter of minutes. Fucking rip me. Yeah. So Rowan leaves the house with no feeling of remorse for her old life, apart from the fact that she will be leaving behind her assistant Amber, who she considered her only real friend. Which is pretty sad. Like, if your only friend friend is your employee, like... Yeah. yeah. You definitely get the impression that she's like, I'm too busy for friends. I'm a young, swanky lawyer. Like, in suits and in... Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, that's a sad fucking life, you know? TV shows. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. you should have friends outside of work. Yeah. Like, that, that's how that should work, you know? Anyway. Um... Although the people at her work had acted quite coldly towards her after the quote-unquote incident, she wishes them all well, leaving behind the facade of a swanky lawyer and returning back to her country girl roots. You really love the word swanky, don't you? I do. It's it's a fun word. It's It's such a fun fun word. It's it's like the best combination of syllables I can think of. Honestly? Besides dissipated, I really love that word as well. Also fair. You know? <laughs> yeah, I get you. Just great. Yeah. That's why I say it so much. Yeah. So then we get a time jump to six days later, where Rowan has made it all the way to Michigan. I don't know geography, but apparently that's quite impressive. I mean, it's the next state over, I think, isn't it? But, but still, like, you know, that's like a whole fucking yeah. state away. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah absolutely. Six days, yeah. Yeah, Fuck absolutely, yeah. But she is feeling quite exhausted because she's running away from someone. I mean, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> so she settles down for a moment under the cover, uh, under some like cover of trees. Yeah. And she rests, though she doubts she will be able to sleep after what just happened. What just happened, Catherine? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you. Tell us. Tell us, Catherine. <laughs> we find out that she has been chased by a group of rapey rednecks when she came upon their house after hearing a woman scream for help. Even though she knows it's not wise to go towards the noise, she couldn't help herself but picture her sister, so she had to go investigate. When she arrived at the trailer, hidden behind some piles of firewood so they wouldn't spot her, Mm -hmm. she watched as three men cuss and threaten a helpless woman, who they have presumably captured and continuously raped. So yeah, like straight away this book gets fucking dark. Yeah, this is already like intense as fuck, like straight off the bat. Yeah. So Ro wishes that she had a proper kind of weapon so she could take them all out and she tries to get a bit closer to hear what they're threatening this uh, poor woman with but she accidentally knocks over the wood she's hiding behind so that obviously draws attention (laughs) to herself. Yeah. And the men set off after Rowan who leaves the woman behind regrettably promising to come help her somehow. 
So we now kind of like flash forward again. Uh, Rowan is now resting and she hears a stick crack <gasps> nearby in the bushes and she takes off like a frightened deer. Uh, but it is incredibly dark, so she is running blind and gets scratched by branches as she sprints. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. She glances back as she thinks she hears a man speaking, but this only makes her trip and fuck up her ankle and wrist. <laughs> which is like... Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. Don't look behind. Yeah, exactly. That's, While you're running. That's horror movie 101. Exactly. Don't also, look behind. Also, ever. also, bitch, it's dark. It's not like it's going to help you. Any, yeah, what you, you know what I mean? See? Yeah. What are you going to see? Gonna see? Are you going to see dark? Yeah, that's what you're going to see. Yeah, well, Rowan immediately regrets this decision because obviously she realise she's screwed and she can no longer get away from them. Yeah. Uh, she uses some of her medical supplies to try and help her ankle and she gets annoyed she didn't choose a med school rather than law school. There's quite a couple <laughs> of mentions of this where she's like, oh, law school's so useless now. And I I'm know, like, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know that, you know but what you, I mean? you pick up other skills. Yeah, exactly. And like, you had a good career before yeah. like an extremely unlikely event happened. So. It would have been really interesting if she had implemented her use of law, like her practice of law with what happens later on. Like True, it would have been actually. really interesting yes, if, if she had been, argued like correctly, like a lawyer, would, like a yeah, lawyer exactly. would. But obviously that doesn't fucking happen. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <sighs> um, she's exhausted and almost wants to laugh at the disaster that this has become. Uh, she's give she gives herself a little pep talk, which is actually quite nice, <laughs> and she decides to just uh, try hiding to get some sleep. Yeah, shout. Uh, but as she's settling down once again she hears the bushes rustle and she struggles to see if she has been spotted sensing a presence behind her and before she can grab her weapon a hand clamps over her mouth dum 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 yeah that's part one done so who's the presence why don't we ask Johanna <laughs> right so we switch perspective and also in the audiobook narrator to um raspy manly voice he is very raspy. He is very raspy. I will say that he does really well, apart from when he imitates Rowan. Oh my god, yeah, it's so it cringe. It <laughs> me off. He it's talks so like this. It's so funny. He, he cannot do it. So, so uh, we are switching to the perspective of Graham. Uh, fuck Graham. I know, fuck, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Fuck Graham. Right off the bat, fuck Graham. Like, first line... <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, already fuck Graham. I mean, what he's doing just now, like, so he's he's doing watch, and he's bored, uh, but, you know, it's kind of gotta be done. So he's just kind of describing, uh, he's on this fancy-ass white-tailed white deer hunting reserve mm-hmm. that they've turned into kind of like a camp during, you know, like the, the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so he's just kind of uh, describing that. I mean, this literally, yeah, exactly what I... It's a ranch. Said, it's a it's a ranch. It's a ranch, and there's fences. Like that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> and he kind of goes on this little like internal rant about how the average U.S. citizen has gone soft and can't handle l- l- the lack of electricity and water. But because they're like so hard, they you know know exactly how to survive and shit. Like blah blah blah. And yeah, he kind of muses as well that uh, it was probably an EMP that yeah. knocked everything out. So, yeah, that never gets explained or mentioned again, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so he's bored and, you know, so it's, it's, it's been the radio, they have radios, has been silent for ages, but now there's a ping. Uh, like somebody, phone, um, radio sim is like, bruh, there's something in the trees. Oh, shit. And so he sees Rowan by the trees and he already, you know, gets out his rifle and gets ready to fire. Classic American. <laughs> but... 
shit first, ask questions later. Exactly. Uh, but then he realizes, oh no, it's a woman. I can shoot random innocent men, but I can't shoot an innocent woman. Um, <laughs> and he sees her trip. <laughs> so he reports to the others, like through the through the radio. Um, they're kind of wondering, so is she bait for for a trap, or is she legit just your know, random injured woman? So let's go check. <laughs> Uh, we're back to Rowan's perspective. Um, so yeah, this is where, you know, the last chapter um, left off. Uh, she got a hand over her mouth and there's a dude just fucking picking her up. Yeah. And also he's being really creepy. So uh, I wrote in a quote, when I move my hand, you're going to keep your mouth shut like a good little girl. Like that's literally what he says. Okay. Right. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <sighs> See, in this context... That's horrific. That is horrific. This is my next. This is my next note as well because like she just very nearly escaped brutal gang rape, you know. Yeah. Like, if you just gone through that, you're like, shit. Okay, I'm kind of safe. And then some fucking rando picks you up He's and like, says, "You're gonna be a good little girl for me." I'd be like, "Oh fuck." Will I fuck exactly? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, exactly. So she's not having it it's as like, well. See that line, right? See if it was used in the correct context by someone you know and someone you're consenting with. Fair enough. It yeah, could be exactly. Kind of sexy. Yeah, like, See, saying that for your first thing you ever say to a stranger. Exactly. What the fuck? Exactly, and a stranger, like yeah, who like you're, a stranger. A stranger who you were gagging as well, what? you know, randomly. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Like what? Yeah. So I mean, this is only the first of many rounds people have about Graham. Just, just warning you guys. You fucking hate Graham. You fucking hate Graham. I mean, it gets worse, right? So, you know, as we just said, she's not having it because she's not in their mindset for that. Or, as, as, you know, she, she shouldn't have it. She's freaked um, out. And she's freaked out. So she headbutts him, but, you yeah. know, it doesn't really work. Um, He throws her over his shoulder. And after she protests, he fucking threatens to snap her neck. Again. Again. Fuck Graham. Because, uh-huh. like, that is, like, you know, a bit overreacting, you know. And Jesus Christ. Because you've came to this woman and picked her up. Exactly, so strangely fucking Why are you up. acting like, oh, why are you fighting me? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Should I not be kicking the stranger exactly. who's lifting me? And carry me off to fucking wherever. Fuck knows. Fuck knows, exactly. Anyway. Oh my god, right? So she kind of like tries to like hit him with her elbows and she nicknames names him Conan the Barbarian. Which is very fitting. Which is actually, actually kind of funny. It's pretty freaking fitting. Also, right, and then what he does, he spanks her like on the ass. Yeah. Sorry. You're burping in disgust. Yeah, I am burping in disgust. <laughs> so she's like, what the fuck, obviously. And that's why she wishes she had like long acrylic nades like the Mistress of Evil. <laughs> uh, which doesn't get explained right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, back to Graham's perspective. And oh my God. And then she, so she, she bites him. <laughs> that's the next thing she does. Which is back. like, I, I can totally relate to that because that is my go-to plan if someone puts on, like their hand yeah. over my mouth. Oh, absolutely. Like, bite, I'm taking bite. a finger off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah. She, she, no questions asked. No questions asked. Like, yeah, she, she like bites him in the back and like he admits that, um, uh, he admits that I kind of hurt a bit. But he's like, oh, I gotta smack her round little ass again. And like, I just put puke emoji in my mouth <laughs> because like, this is how this makes me feel, right? 
And obviously, right, okay, so he gets turned on, like... By kidnapping oh a woman. By kidnapping a woman, exactly. So By kidnapping and, like, grabbing a woman. Exactly. Like, forcibly, like, threatening a woman. Exactly. This is Red Flag 101. This is Red Flag 101. This is, Remind like... Me what we're this is the whole fucking Soviet Union, mate. Right. This is not one red flag, this is, you know... This is, yeah, exactly. This is the Soviet exactly. Union, yeah. Like, remind me why we're supposed to find him sexy. Remind me why he's the love interest again. <laughs> I know. I know. Excuse me? He, he literally zero redeeming qualities, I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah, so he's kind of things like, you know, he's curious, like, what kind of, like, what her deal is, like, mm-hmm. who she is, if she's a trap, if she's just, like, a random woman, whatever. Uh, yeah, and they're getting close to the camp, but, like, yeah, that, that's that's it just now. Yeah. So, yeah, as we've said, Graham just kind of leads her to the camp with his over his shoulder. Uh, who Rowan continues to protest, obviously, and then he proper like just chucks her down on this picnic bench and gets all up in her face, like this poor woman, I right? Need to up. Yeah. Uh, but this is a really important moment because Rowan realizes that she can actually see in the ranch, like in the campsite. Oh yeah, good point. So she notices obviously how well she can see his face, and she sees yeah. that there's lights. Yeah. Uh, which she uses promptly to look him up and down and kind of assess him. Okay. Uh, apparently, <laughs> if she had saw Graham in the street in another time, she would have quote spontaneously orgasmed. Ah yes. <laughs> what women always do when they see somebody attractive. They just spontaneously orgasm. I would like life so difficult. You couldn't leave it the house would. You then. You couldn't leave the house, yeah. You, yeah, that would be difficult. So Graham, he is a big, hunky man, which briefly distracts her, but she also sees that he has a fucking gun. So she feels very threatened, plus the fact, obviously, that he threatened to, like, snap her neck and, exactly. like, all of these things. Like, yeah. why would she think he's a nice man? Exactly. For no reason. Yeah. Exactly. And hit her repeatedly. Exactly. So obviously noting noticing this kind of like change in her mindset because Rowan kind of folds in on herself at this yeah. point Graham reassures her that he won't kill her <laughs> oh that's good to know thanks yeah and Rowan gets very sassy about all he's done uh, like it's given the impression that he definitely will kill her yeah which is so fair right so as if this couldn't get worse another man appears <laughs> and he sits right down next to her and jokes about Graham being all talk so like don't worry sweetheart which lightens the mood, and this blonde blonde Adonis is Zack, the saving grace of this terrible novel. Now, I say that. Zack is so flawed as well. Oh, he is. Like, Zack is... But he is the only thing that made me go, okay, I fine. can somewhat see this. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. if, it, if it had been just Graham, I like, literally... We would have... Know. This book would have been bent. Yeah, I don't think we... I don't think I could have finished it. Zack yeah, is... No. Zack is okay. That's why I Z- say the saving. Gra- Zack is the bare minimum. Yeah, I was right? gonna say. I was gonna say. Zack asks for consent, and that's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So obviously, Rowan starts to wonder who these men are and how they have a base with electricity, and they're starting to wonder things too. So they ask her why is she here, and she explains that she was running from these rednecks. And obviously she also explains uh, what she's witnessed. Um, she asks about where she is, but Graham doesn't believe her. So won't tell her anything. Once again, being a prick. Yeah. But yeah, um, Zach doesn't understand Graham's aggression, I should say now, as they know about the rednecks. So why doesn't Graham believe her? 
Exactly. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Let's just not believe women when they yeah. claim they have gone through something horrific, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because yeah. women are always lying, bitches. Let's not believe this person I forcibly dragged onto <laughs> my property. I know. Fuck you, Graham. Anyway, Rowan does not appreciate being called a liar when she's not one. Um, and tells them, well, go get the woman then and prove prove it. Yeah, like, go on exactly. then. Call my bluff. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. Zach's kind of like, no, like, you, you should rest. Like, because Graham and her, uh, Graham and um, Rowan are getting kind of quite yeah. pissed off at each other. So Zach's like, you should just rest. And then we'll have a little look over you. And then Graham, like, leaves in a huff because he can't stand woman talking. Woman talking, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Rowan begs Zach to go get the other woman, but Zach is more focused on her and her injuries to discuss it so he kind of shuts that conversation down Bo, the grumpy Navy medic, Navy medic Army medic? I think the Marines that's right? No, the Navy and the Marines are something else that's a different thing then why is it called the Marine? I don't know <laughs> I, I don't know, like the Navy Showing and the Marines knowledge once again. Uh, once again American, America explained America Anyway, so he's a grumpy medic and he appears and assesses her fucked up ankle. Like, her wrist is sore, but her ankle's, like, genuinely fucked yeah. up. And Graham reappears, just, like, like fucking hovering over <laughs> her. And he's showing an odd amount of affection for her during this assessment. Which, okay. And? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Cool like, story, bro. Yeah, exactly. Cool motive still kidnapping. <laughs> cool motive still kidnapping. Indeed. So they don't think her uh, ankle's broken, but it is definitely sprained at the very least. And that means she has to stay off it for at least a few days. And any crutches that they have on site are far too big for her because they're all made for big, like, army men. Let me just say really quick, you can adjust crutches height. Right? They're usually made, like, a stand- one standard them, size. Right? That's the whole point. Because, like, hospitals don't have, like, different sets of crutches. Unless this you is some get... kind of bullshit, like, in the field kind army of crutches. Yeah. Or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Bullshit excuse. <laughs> So, um, this is the first mention of she won't be going anywhere uh, from Graham, which obviously sets off alarm bells for Rowan, who explains, I have places to be, so no, actually, I won't be staying. Graham wants to know where this place is, and when she doesn't answer, he grabs her face, like, oh yeah, oh my god, he does this all the time, and, and I gets hate all it so Sigma much. male on her, yeah. being like. <laughs> <laughs> calling her a woman like getting like all up in yeah, her fucking yeah. face also I have to mention I don't think I wrote it down here or it happens at another moment but Bo's a bit sexist as well right because oh, he's yeah. telling her about her he, he's explaining how her leg is sprained but he's not telling her he's telling the boys oh, I remember and she's that. like yeah it was like mm, I'm right here, here. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. speak to me the patient exactly why are you speaking to them like, oh god yeah no I, I, re- I remember that anyway it pissed me off so, obviously, Zach swoops in again and diffuses the situation by offering uh, her a shiver. And he's yeah. like, like, okay, like, okay, that's fine. Why don't you go for a shiver? And then you'll think about it. And uh, he says he will help her because of her fucked up leg. But Graham makes him go on watch so he can do it like <sighs> a prick. He's such a creepy fucking bastard. Um, so, this, yeah, this, this is happening, I guess. So, Graham, you know, fucking picks her up and, like, 
Clarice to the showers. Yep. Ro is not sure if she likes this because so far her experience with Graham hasn't been overwhelmingly p- positive, yeah, you know? No. You know, um, yeah, but I mean, mostly so, she, you know, notices there's electric light, which is like, fucking I. <laughs> And so she just kind of describes, you know, what's what's going on. So they're in a high school rob locker room kind of place. Uh, uh-huh. So there's, you know, caged lockers um, all around. And they all have, you know, like, camo shit, like, and, like, manly, manly, manly stuff. Um, manly except there's one that has pink bath toys in it, <laughs> which is really cute, I think. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that will get explained later as well. Uh, Conan, as she still says, because she still doesn't even fucking know his name. Like, yep. they have to just introduce herself, himself to her. Uh, returns and set, sets down like a metal folding chair in the shower and starts undressing her. So Rose, like, bruh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm not an invalid. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, her ankle is sprayed. Like, I fucking sprayed my ankle before. Like, her hands are fine. Also, it's mentioned that Rose sprained her ankle multiple times later on. Oh, yeah. I think so she's she used does, to yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you're not fucking inca- incapacitated if, like, one ankle is sprained. But, uh, yeah, so Ron- Con- Conan, or, you know, Graham sits her down on the shower chair and orders her to toss him her clothes. And then he threatens to do it for her if she doesn't comply, so he's just gonna fucking strip her naked. Major forcefully. red flag. Again. Once again, Soviet Union. Um... And, oh my god, okay, so he's all like, oh, chill, it's not a big deal, I've seen everything before, I'm not gonna look. Like, keep, this in mi- keep this in mind, right? Okay, um, so he's, 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 uh, <laughs> you're so mad right now. I'm so mad right now. Uh, so he's still not fucking leaving, and Rose like, okay, well, I guess I'm, you know, fucking trapped. So I mean, I mean, the shower's great though, you know, this hot water, which she hasn't seen in a week, obviously. Yeah. And uh, so she kind of asks like, oh, where's the hot water coming from? Uh, but he explains like, yeah, they're fully prepared. So they got some well, got their own wells, got their own, you know, like guineas and everything. So um, they're fucking sorted. Um, so Ro, you know, she tries to get some soap from, like, a soap dispenser, and she falls. Uh, like, she slips off the chair. Yep. Uh, Ron Conan catches her. How did he know to catch her if he wasn't looking? Oh, of course he was fucking looking, and also, we are back to his perspective, and he's got a raging boner from those titties. Uh, like, he goes really into detail about it, like, oh yeah, he's bet- he would bet the ranch on it, that they're real... And he explains that, like, there's no woman in the camp apart from a married one. Um, so his balls do be blue. I'm and, like, fuck. <laughs> exactly, I'm gonna fuck, right? And also, like, I wanna point out... You don't just get to kidnap a woman so you can drag her back and have her as a sex toy. That's exa- so inappropriate. Exactly. <laughs> I love how inappropriate was the word you used. <laughs> It is. <laughs> Honestly, right? Also, see, because he was fucking gaslighting her earlier that she was, like, a bit uncomfortable with a fucking stranger watching yeah. her naked. He was like, oh, you know, chill, it's fine. Like, just for example, like... Which, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you know, which is already not Saying, valid. like, oh, well, I've seen you naked before is like, no means no, my guy. She exactly. told you to leave. Exactly. Listen. Exactly. No means no. And because, like, this excuse, I mean, or, like, not even excuse, right? But it would be, like, one thing if, like, he was a doctor having to do, you know, like, a, right. a medical on her and, like, she's a bit uncomfortable. He's like, listen, this is my job. Yeah. You know, being sure you're, like, I'm yeah. not gonna, you know, this is not sexual at all, you know. Exactly. But that is one thing, okay? But, like, he he also clearly has, like, he is really turned on by her and, like, watching yeah, her and he shit. Yeah, so. like, he, he, he has ulterior motives in Absolutely, this. exactly. He's fucking, like, gas, gas like gay, keep girl bossing her. Um, he... Gun safety. <laughs> Gun safety. <laughs> uh, so he brings her some soap and shampoo and uh, Rose blushing hard and... 
Yeah, so she kind of really liked like his hat or her nipple and the shampoo, you know, like looks like cum. So she and she immediately thinks about jerking him off. This is this is the moment for me where I was like, hmm, Rowan's not a real woman. Do you no, know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, and I don't absolutely. mean that in like a cruel way. I just yeah. mean like, this is not how women this react. This is not how women react, no. It's just not. And also, oh my god, the next bit also really pissed me off because she was like, thank god for laser hair removal, otherwise I would be so stubbly right now. And it's like, it's a fucking me apocalypse. Me sitting there with my hairy ass legs. Yeah, like, exactly. Me sitting here with my hairy ass legs in 2021 with a warm working shower and I even own several razors, but you know, it's like, body hair is fine. And especially in the fucking apocalypse, would be yeah. like the least of my worries, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I'd be way more focused on this rapey dude. <laughs> exactly. I'm, hanging it, it, around in the shower with me, you know? Exactly, like, you know, priorities, my guy. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, because she's, she's proper acting like, you know, it would be like so embarrassing and like the end of the world if she had, you know, like, like normal body hair. It's not like even, like, she has like this disorder where you get like extraordinarily hairy or anything. Like, just regular fucking body hair, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so Cole gets her a towel and he's uh, stripped off his shirt because like he got wet obviously when he caught her and yeah she's like so, okay this is so fucking cringe so he's ripped of course but also <laughs> he has a tattoo of combat boots and a rifle <laughs> this calls back to a moment and I, I, I can see her in your notes in a couple of minutes and I think it's so funny um, I'll let you continue and then okay. I'll write that <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, so the towel's tiny, so he's like, you know, he's lifting her up and carrying her back into the locker room again, but because it's tiny, he's touching her booty while doing that. Whatever. Why can't he just, like, set her down, put her arm over her shoulder, and just help her hop? Exactly, that would be f- absolutely fine. Like, so much less invasive. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's deliberately exactly. going out of his way to, to touch fucking, this like, woman, To fucking, like, sexually assault Which is so woman. uncomfortable. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so he lends her some clothes, but he doesn't have any underwear. <laughs> Why do you give her boxers? I know. Exactly. And I was like, oh, he can't handle, like, you know, like, the thought of a bear pussy on his joggers and shit like that. What? Like, that is in the book. Like, I'm not making this up. Like, t- he does think about this. That is a quote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he's still, like, well, kind of wondering if she's, you know, just, like, genuine who she says she is or if she's a spy or something. But he does lean towards her telling the truth. <sighs> Yeah, I mean... Which, like... Okay. Okay, cool. Why would she be a spy? Yeah, exactly, like... What important shit do they have besides electricity? Exactly. It's like... uh, Yeah. Um... Yeah, so he, he he likes to think that he has good instincts, but we get a backstory. But if he always did, there would be 11 men on the ranch instead of 9. Whatever. Um... And yeah, so he's back to being horny, and he muses about how, you know, uh, Zach and him are competitive uh, women despite their preference for sharing. So, there you get that. <laughs> uh, it's not, as well, we should state as well, it's not like a polyamory, polyamor- it's like a polyamory thing, but not quite, because Zach... And they say no homo not, after. Yeah, they're like, no homo. <laughs> yeah. Buried deep with my homie, but no homo. Exactly. You know? um, they, at no point do they engage in sexual acts with each other. Yeah. There's always a third party who they quote-unquote share. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This, this is another thing that pissed me off. So, uh, so this is my backstory, and he thinks about, you know, Rose planning to leave soon. 
But he wouldn't get attached to any woman anyway ever since his mom walked out when he was seven. Too and it's sorry, like, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. You know what? It's like, I mean, obviously, you know, like, that's sad and everything, but like, a bunch. <laughs> obviously, that's like sad and everything, but also, it doesn't give you an excuse to sexually assault people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people grow up with single parents, you know? It's like. <laughs> oh, no, he had no parents, remember? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sucking up on a crop. <laughs> <laughs> so he brings her to the clinic. Uh, so this is a small room with three cots and some medical equipment. Um, so that's where we meet Bo. You know, like the dog who, like, I mean, he's just kind of like, you know, sorts out her ankle a bit. Yeah. And tells her she can't walk on it for a week. And she protests. Um, Conan, or aka Graham, is being a little dick Rick. again <laughs> and calling her a little girl again. And oh, this is so gross. Um, yeah, she agrees to stay the night at least because she can, can kind of see that, you know, she's not... Like, she, she might as well rest yeah, and exactly. set off with, like, a full date, like, proper sleep. Exactly. You know. <sighs> okay, and of course, you know, Graham puts her in his bed despite there there being being other options. Yeah, there's uh, like, very, like, there's a couch. Oh, yeah, he describes it. Like, oh, he yeah, could have slept on, but he's like, no, she's going in my bed. And also, this is the point, right? Where he thinks to maybe introduce himself as, you know, Scram Buchanan. So it's like, okay. And she makes a little comment, right? And uh, about him being a Marine. And he, like, fucking flies off the handle. It's like, who sent you? How do you know I'm a Marine? Like, the fucking tattoo and rifle didn't make it obvious. Exactly. It's like the fucking tattoo, the rifle, and, like, you know, all the combat gear they have. And, you know, all his camo fucking outfits. It's like... Bright. It's like it's pretty Bro. obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so uh, another radio comes in at this point. Um. That there's another female in the perimeter. Uh-oh. And yeah, he kind of reluctantly apologizes for being a dick, and then skedaddles. Yeah. So Graham heads off towards the command post where he meets Jonah and the rest of his men who went out to um go get the girl. And he muses about how willing Ro will be to sleep with him. Ah. Yep. Uh, we find out that he's inherited this ranch from his uncle as well, which is like a semi-important point, but not really. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> no one really gives a shit, you know. Um, they have uh, found, his men have found, the kidnapped woman that Rowan saw earlier. And the men recount the, what they saw, which checks up with Rowan's story, and they explain that they murdered two of the rapists, but they have a feeling that some may be left. So the woman herself was chained up, covered in blood and mud, with clear physical and psychological damage from this. Which is, kind of which just, is like... Which is yeah. horrible, can I just say, right? Because this is meant to be like a fun, entertaining romance book, and like this yeah. is... Too much for so that, far. I all I've had I mean. is like violence against women, and exactly. that's been the only thing. Exactly, you know? that's been the only thing, and we're like a quarter in, like you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, that's you know? between the only thing that's been going on. Exactly. So it's just like it's one of those things where it's like this feels much more like military porn than it feels like women enjoying themselves. Like porn. real porn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's not. This is not necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for this. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, but we do know her name is Leah. Yeah. And we know that rape is the best plot device. Oh, yeah. Rape's a great plot device. <laughs> exactly. She says sarcastically. <laughs> yeah. For legal... Like, this is a... You know, this was... For legal reasons, joke. rape is not a character <laughs> development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a backstory. It's not a character arc. 
It's nothing like that. It's nothing. It's like a that. traumatic event. Exactly. Stop it. TV and books. Stop it. And anyway. fucking Megan. <gasps> yeah. Stop it, fucking Megan. <laughs> Enough. Anyway, point is the woman. Roll wants to see the woman. Obviously. When she yeah. hears that she's there, so she decides to sneak her way over to the infirmary Ooh. on her very fucked up foot. Uh, it takes her a while, but she manages to painfully get there, once again proving my point and your point that she could walk the whole time. So why was Graham exactly. holding her? Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, before she can properly investigate, Graham appears out of nowhere <laughs> behind her and gets really pissed off at her. He lifts her off the ground and chastises her, but she sasses him back and tries to defend her point where she was like, look, I don't know you guys. Like, come on. Like, yeah. I'm allowed to see this woman. You can't tell me what to do. Exactly. You have yeah, no authority over yeah. me. And, yeah. She is not a small child, in fact. She is a grown adult woman who but, can make her own decisions. But. Of course, Graham being Graham. He just throws her over his shoulder and all the men smirk as she's carried off. Cool. Cool cool, 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 cool. So no one's gonna help her. No. No one's gonna step in no. and be like, "Hi, you're being a dick." Yeah. No. You know? no, no, they don't. They nah. They nope. don't. Cool. Uh, yeah. So Graham, you know, c- carries her out. Uh, he thought he's fuck and throws her for. I don't still don't really know why. Uh, he throws her on the bed, like quite, you know, like throws her on the bed, you know, just like gently places her. No, he literally chucks her on. Yeah, the exactly. Bed. Which like, because everything was throws all pretense of like, I just want to make sure you don't hurt your ankle out of the window. But okay, <laughs> and he's like, oh, Rose, too fragile to see the bad in the world, and it's like, my guy, you are the bad in the world, you know. It's like, what are you talking? What about? are you talking about? You don't know this woman. You don't know this woman at all, exactly. So it's like you've oh, known her for two hours. Yeah. How is she quote unquote too fragile? Yeah. She made her way uh, her way across America yeah. in six days. My God! Oh, I'm so mad. I'm oh so, my God! I'm so mad. This is once again right. Hashtag Rose not a real woman. Uh, so he's also horny though, and if you could switch back to her, and she just has to kiss him right now, obviously. <laughs> so they make out. Um, yeah. So that's that goes on. And, well, now Zack shows up and he's like, why you start without me? Like, he makes a little quip. Mm. And she gets, like, a flashback to, like, Charles and Evelyn and so she needs a minute. Mm-hmm. And, like, she gets really upset. Um, backstory, Zack and Graham have been sharing women for ages. Like, it's their thing. Um, you know, they're, like, one... They were, like, college roommates and then, like, one time, you know, they picked somebody up together and they were like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> and so... <sighs> Sack wants a woman they can share permanently. I Graham not so much, but Ro may be the one. But also like they even don't though they've really... only known her for a couple of hours and they have no idea who she is as a person. Exactly. Also they're not asking her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Yeah. And so Zach tries to understand like what you know what set her off. Um but he's being he's being I give him credit, like he's quite understanding in this. Like, um, you know, he's not like pressuring her because she's like, Oh my god, like, you know, you're gonna think I'm a slut in that yeah. and like tries to understand us like, Oh, you know, no, I would be think that of course not. Um yeah. like has any has anyone, you know, like assaulted you? And she explains that um now we finally find out who, you know, like Charles and Evelyn are. So yeah. um Charles was a partner at like the law firm where she was working. And she started going out with him because they were like different departments, so it was fine. Um 
And so right when they're about to fuck for the first time, like they had a few dates and everything, like was pretty, you know, just like regular mm-hmm. kind of like office yeah, office affair. Esta- it was pretty established. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They, you know, they had a few like proper dates and stuff. But then when they, you know, like in his bed, his fiance shows up wearing a massive strap on, and Rose like, um, <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Like I did not agree to. This. I don't know who you are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that was so that's Evelyn yeah. and. After all declines and leaves, um, Evelyn, like, ruins her reputation and her career by spreading nasty rumours about her all around the office. Yeah, she claims that, like, Rose stole her fiancé. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of different ones as well. So that's, you know, what's what's been hinted at a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zach kind of... Uh, yeah, this is not He tactical. makes a joke, but it's it's not funny. Yeah, exactly. So he asks, like, if she's down for a three-way, if there's no strap one involved. <laughs> And she's still like, uh, no, because like this is not the time, my guys, you know. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, they they, they leave. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Um. So, yeah. So the guys go outside, and so it switches to them, and Graham blames Zach for springing the whole three-way thing onto her too soon. Kinda fair, you know. Not really, cause Zach was like semi-joking. Yeah, and also, I mean, because, like, he didn't know, obviously, the backstory, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that she's, that's, like, a trigger for her. Oh, that's been yeah. quite, quite, like, quite recent. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he doesn't have the right to go off like that. Also, though, <laughs> the way they talk about her, because, like, Graham was like, oh, you want to keep her? How are we going to make that happen? Uh, you know? What you and mean? it's like what she's do you mean, not keep a her? foster dog. Exactly, she's not. Yeah, she's not livestock. You know what I mean? <sighs> she's a human being with thoughts, feelings, and independence. She should be able to leave at any point she wants. Exactly. Holding her here is kidnapping. Exactly. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so Graham goes off to shower, firmly planning to jack off, which he does, and while picturing her sucking him off. Cool. <laughs> Um, <laughs> cool, cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, so he, fin- you know, he f- finishes, gets dressed, uh, and yeah. Oh, I gotta thank Alison for the clean clothes because obviously Alison, the one woman on the reserve, does like all the housekeeping, all the like classically women tasks. Yeah, exactly. And he's pl- so he's planning to you know then go tell Rose that she's not going anywhere because he thinks like oh god, god, she's beautiful when she's pissed. Like he's really enjoying. Like, this is called sadism, my guy. You yeah, know what I mean? enjoying, like, upsetting P- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, fucked this up. Is, yeah, this is a really thing, that. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, Rowan wakes up the next morning with Graham cuddling her with a hard-on. Of course. Did she consent to, like, cuddling? Probably not. Probably not. Did she consent to her getting a hard-on pressed inside her butt? No, no probably not. Probably not. Yeah, she didn't even realise that he would be sleeping in the same bed, actually. So that was a shock for her that morning. Understandably, so. Uh, And then she tries to get out of bed, naturally, but he clings on. So, yeah, she asks why he didn't sleep someplace else, and he admits that he just wanted her in his bed. So it's nothing about what she wants. No, of course not. And uh, she asks, which I don't think she should have to ask, to be let go. Because, you know, this is a stranger. Yeah, I've kissed him once. He doesn't get to hold me. No, no. Which at first he says, no. Uh, And she's like, I need to piss. And he's like, no. I would would honestly, I wouldn't even say anything. I would piss the bed while making eye contact and being like, (laughs) 
This is what you want, huh? Assert your dominance. Assert. <laughs> Pee on them to assert dominance. Literally. <laughs> so, yeah. She quite literally has to elbow him to escape. So fucked up. Yeah. But of course, he needs to help her get there. <sighs> so he, uh, like, they get into a fight about it. Sorry, I'm kind of laughing about the... Like, <laughs> Assert your dominance. Is that so no, no, but like, if she... You know, she was just like such pissing, but by not breaking eye contact. <laughs> it would have such a good moment. I would have been it like, yes, I would have loved that. That's how women react. Fuck yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So obviously he's like, you, you need my help to get there, and she's like, no, I don't. Like yeah. I'm fine. So he straddles her and threatens to spank her again if she doesn't behave. <sighs> this is called harassment. Yeah. <laughs> so right. <laughs> He does take her off eventually to go, like, <laughs> to the toilet. This is my exact quote, like, what I've written from my reaction to this. Right, he leaves her to take a pee, but wouldn't leave her to take a shower. Like, what the fuck? I am so annoyed. Okay, it can't go two ways, my guy. You can't exactly. watch her naked in the shower, exactly. but leave her alone to take a piss. Exactly. Arguably, you're more vulnerable when you're taking a pee, because then you kind of got to get Definitely. up from a squatting position. Exactly, yeah, I was just difficult on one, on one leg, yeah. You know? But <laughs> it's no. all bullshit. It's all Go the wrong way, at least, you know. Right? At least be, like, you know, consistent. Exactly. I was yeah. like, you, all or nothing, baby. <laughs> you gotta watch your pee, too. Come on. And call her forward when she has to take a shit. She just locks eyes. <laughs> and we just, yeah. I would have written this week. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that would have been in it. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, at this point, we also find out that Zach and Graham stay in, like, connecting cabins, because Zach is just, like, there. Yeah. And, um, he, he, he appears. <laughs> and he, uh, after she's peed, and he offers to give her a piggyback ride to the mess hall for some food. Uh, so, we find out on the way, as you've said, that this is a white tail whitetail deer hunting ranch which explains like all the fences and all the weird like protocols but it's not for the rich it's for the proper hunters who use bows okay don't worry about the amount of guns we have that's because we're ex-marines yeah it's what ifs (laughs) in civilian territory Hmm. Cool. Okay. Okay, my guy. Anyway, so the ranch was previously, as I've said, uh, Graham's uncle, and Graham mainly grew up there because his parents weren't around, as we know, which Graham obviously inherited when his uncle passed five years ago. Uh, They eventually reach the mess hall after a very um, uncomfortable conversation about that. (laughs) And they meet more of the crew, namely, obviously, Bo the Medic, uh, a massive man named Travis, the little girl named Grace, whose bath toys have been mentioned, uh, an Amish-looking woman known as Alison, and her big burly father, as in Grace's father, Alison's husband, uh, Jonah. Yeah, so they eat a delicious warm meal prepared by Alison mm-hmm. and Rowan is explaining kind of during the meal why she's there and where she's headed, kind of on rough terms. Yeah. And the boys are suspicious about how prepared she is. Yeah, sure. Which is like, fair enough. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. 
Okay, you guys are prepared. You guys got, you know, a fucking bunker, you know, yeah. so it's like, okay. Exactly. So <laughs> She has some protein bars, like, like you know. Calm down. Calm down. Exactly. So Bo has a look at her ankle, which is looking much better, but is, it is still hurting her. And he suggests that she stays off it for about two more days. So obviously Graham pipes up again with his all, she's not going anywhere, which makes uh, Rose temper flare. Uh, and he says... Oh, well, sorry. She says he has no authority to make her stay, even if she is in pain. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because she exactly. can make her own decisions. Because she's not a prisoner of war. Exactly. And she can leave. Yeah. You know? Go. She can go. <laughs> you know? Uh, but Graham says, well, no one will open the gate for you, so you have to stay. What? Exactly. Yeah. Fucking what? Like, they are literally just, like, holding her prisoner. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, straight up. And Zach tries to kind of frame it in a way where he's like, look, we can't let you leave for your own safety. Like, for our peace of mind. This book is Stockholm Syndrome. I just realised that. Right? Yeah. Right? Right, yeah. She has no other choice, right? She's fucking verbally beaten into submission in this book. Oh, yeah. It's fucked up. Partly physically, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, Partly physically as well, let's be honest. So Rowan is obviously still determined to go though, because yeah. who is she to listen to these random ass men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go you girl. Uh, which makes Graham storm off, and Gracie speaks up about, oh he's just mad because he has a crush on Miss Rowan, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, once Don't again, care. not an excuse, you know. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, okay, cute. Yeah, kid, yeah. but still. Shut the fuck up, you're Shut a kid. You don't up. know anything. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fucking gross also so as soon as Graham leaves Zach just like kisses her straight on the mouth no warning yeah. just 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 randomly right in there okay. and he goes off to talk to Graham and he's like oh I've been wanting to do that all day now I'll go talk to him anyway the boys once again conspire about how they're going to make her stay yeah. which is really fucked up Zach says that she needs to want to stay but Graham says as long as she's in my bed, I don't care. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. So Rowan is eventually left alone as everyone kind of leaves from breakfast and she buys her stuff in the corner. Mm-hmm. So she goes, okay, it's go time. Yeah. And she starts to get ready to go. She kind of like fumbles with her foot but manages to get it in the boot and sneaks away. And then she also spots a stream that she figures out it is like deep enough that she can swim under like the wall and the fences exactly. they've got. She's really smart. smart. Yeah, yeah. No, she, she really intelligent. Yeah. Like she knew she was like, if I go in this and it's hip deep, I can swim yeah, under. Yeah, exactly. Genius, right? Yeah. Anyway, so she strips off to just her shirt, and although it hurts her foot, she manages to get under the wall. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. So we are back to the guys. Uh, G-Man, as he likes to refer to himself. Um, <laughs> here's Rowan has tried to escape. So clearly it has not been successful. Yeah, they clock just... her on the cameras or something. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, because they have watch everywhere. And they yeah. keep, always keep watch, you know. So, you know, she's been spotted. And he's angry, but he's also horny again. Um, as he sees her, like, through his binoculars. Um, you know, like, because he's all wet and only wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, so he carries her back inside under her protest and, like, fucking, like, touches her up while doing it. Um, yeah, he talks about her, like, wet pussy. But not, like, wet as in, like, excited. Yeah, like, literally just water Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, because, like, you know, he, like, grabs, you know, like, her her arse and, like, almost, you know, her, her 
Vogels. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, so he takes her back to Bo. Her foot's fucked, obviously. Yeah, she managed to fuck her up. Again, again, yeah, this bitch can't walk. Like, for shit. Uh, you know. <laughs> she is Bella from Twilight. She do be. Uh, so she gets some stitches from Bo because, like, she, I think, she cut it on a rock. Yeah, or something she, like that. she, she yeah. like, scraped her foot as she was going under the wall. Exactly, yeah. So she got some stitches. Um, and, like, Saga and Graham kind of look after her. Then she, you know, gets a shower. Them two obviously look. Which turns her on though. After she's just tried to escape from them being from being held prisoner there, but yeah. sure. They dress her like a child. <sighs> okay, right? I fucking hate this moment so much. Brace yourselves, guys. Yeah. Uh, as if it could get worse. As if it could get worse. And then it does. And then it now it does. Graham offers her an armed escort home if she stays a few days to allow her a heal. Okay. You know, that seems kind of reasonable. He's like, look, okay, you gotta heal up. Like, I, I will personally get you home yeah. quicker. Yeah, exactly. Than like, you traveling like, on, uh, on, on a heart foot. Like, exactly. it will take you longer than just you resting yeah. here and me driving you there. Exactly. And also, you know, s- safely, but yeah. aren't. But the caveat is that she is in their bed until she leaves. And that is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. So he's fucking coercing her into fucking them, which yep. is a felony. Yep. Um, and so Zach is pretty shocked. So they go outside and Zach's like... Because is also like, what? what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we, like, we, exactly. Uh, we still on Graham's perspective, kind of. Um, uh, so Zach's like, what the fuck, man? You know? And Graham argues that, like, she'd totally be into it, like, she totally wants it, which is, like, oh, yeah. so fucking disgusting. So, Zach is, like, I'm not a fucking rapist. Yeah, um, exactly. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. Thank you for staying. <laughs> thank, thank you for the bare minimum, but... <laughs> right? And then Graham's, like, but did you see how she reacted when we suggested it before? And how she reacted then? I was, like, what do you mean how she reacted then? With stoic silence? Exactly. Like, and also that Oh my god, she must be into it because she didn't immediately have a breakdown. What? Exactly. And also that is just, like, not an argument to, you know, like, curse somebody. Like, oh, fucking hell, dude. (sighs) Okay, also, like, you know, hashtag girl's not a real woman. Um... (laughs) She does not, she doesn't really know how to feel, like, she kind of wants it, but also, what if they break the promise about the escort? Hint, hint, they do. Yeah, exactly, hint, hint, they do. Um, she could negotiate with them, you know, but she's also kind of horny. Like, this is my point where I'm like, she should have negotiated with them, like, oh, using absolutely. lawyering and shit. Yeah, exactly, right? yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because, like, she, she, this is literally her job, and, like, you know, it's been established that she's, you know, she's Which good at her she job. she kind yeah. of does, but not really. Not really, yeah. Yeah. Not to the same way where she's like, no, I don't want to have sex with you, but you will take me home. End yeah, story. exactly, something like that. And then no. later on, she's like, oh, and then she gets to know them, and then she's like, actually, I do want to have sex under my own free will and not as a part of a contract. Exactly, would have been great. Yeah, that would have been great. But no, it does that to, happen? It, no, no. What ha- does happen? So you know, they're fucking like the guys go back inside. They're for confrontation. Yeah. Rohan's terms. No, she doesn't. She just says like, okay, you know, when I say I'm well enough to travel, you know, you let me go, which is like the bare minimum. You know, it's like literally just like not being held prisoner. <laughs> yep. And then okay. Now, now this is where the actual porn starts. Um, <laughs> I wish it didn't. I wish it didn't. Uh, so she like wants to you know like do, get the fucking over with right now. 
Mm. I mean, okay, this is kind of cute because she's like, you know, should we flip a coin? Like, who goes first? How does this work? Yeah, <laughs> like, she, she, yeah. it's her first menage, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, okay. So, now, Zack wants to fuck her mouth. And and he's like, very so, vocal about it as well. Yeah, they're both very ho- vocal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now it gets funny, right? Um, I mean, I mean, also, once again, not a real woman. So, um, she thinks to herself, like, oh, she hadn't, she had pegged him as the beta in this triad, but he was just as much of, of an alpha as Graham, which no woman I ever, I have ever heard speak like that. Yeah. No, <laughs> no like beta and alpha are not. These are not things in real life. This is, these no. are terms that men use. These are terms that fucking insults use. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, okay, this is quite funny, right? So Zach, you know, kind of, like, puts her thumb in her mouth. And then Graham goes, like, oh, yeah, show Zach how you're gonna suck. He, like, pops up over (laughs) Zach's shoulder. He's like, yeah, suck it, baby. He's like, oh, yeah, show Zach how you're gonna suck his cock like a good little girl. Like, fellas, is it gay to be obsessed with your homie's dick? (laughs) Like, I fucking love how how they, like... They're so overtly straight, but then also not. It's like, it just makes it so fun. I don't know. It's so funny. <laughs> and also, okay, so this is what I really like. So, uh, Zach, you know, proper, like, gets her affirmation of her consent before, you know, actually, like, doing anything. And not even just, like, is this okay? Yes. He's like, you need to repeat back to yeah, exactly. what is okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so exactly. Um, so, it's because he's kind of, like, starting to, you know, like, go, go down on her. She's yeah. not, he's not even, like, undressed or anything yet. Like, he's, you know, just starting. But he's like, oh, you know, really tell me everything's cool. And, like, gauging, like, her vibe as well, just, like, a general, yeah. you know? So, which is nice. <laughs> okay, this is... <laughs> I've said it before, but I will say it again many more times. Hashtag Rose, not a real woman. They play with her titties a bit, like, kind of, like, one each, I think. And, yeah. you know, like, look at a bit of stuff. And she's, like, ready to come. <laughs> and it's like... You know, I like a bit of nipple play as much as the next person, but, like, it doesn't... <laughs> You know, Sorry, just the mix I like. You're right. But it's not like insidious. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. No. Like, the, the only way that would happen if you'd just like gone without sex for like 10 years. Yeah, exactly. And you brush up against a door and you like insta come <laughs> because you're that sensitive kind of shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no way. <laughs> so funny. I want it so funny. You put your bra on, it's just like a. <laughs> Spell away for me, like I swear, like I am. I don't do, reach that stage. I do not feel sexy when I get dressed in the morning. Yeah, I have to put no. a brown for work. This is like the last thing I think of. When you, no. put, when you put your brown. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, so so Zach, you know, like goes and you know, gives her head he once again with like consent, which is you know, which is cool. Um, yeah, right. So he fingers her like a little bit as well, and yeah. uh, like Nick kind of like talks about like her tight pussy, and then also her virgin ass. <laughs> And kind of like brushes up against like her booty hole. <laughs> it's booty time. It's booty time. Oh, <laughs> no. This is this when you get out. <laughs> oh, no. And I think Graham just like kisses her in the meantime, you know, like kind of like strokes her tits a bit and shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she, she, she comes, like she has an orgasm. And like while she's coming, like Zach puts a finger <laughs> in his booty hole. <laughs> He goes, he puts a finger, like, in her booty, and she comes, like, in immediately. Um, okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, she just like, really hard uh, to orgasm, so they're like, oh my god, that was beautiful. I think it can handle another. Uh, spoiler alert, she cannot. <laughs> no. Yeah, the boys quickly realise that they want to put her on bed rest because... Oh, yeah, it is me, yeah. Yeah, it's you. The boys want to put her on bed rest because... Uh, 
yeah, she's just taken two orgasms and apparently it's been a quite a lot for her. But Rose determined to not be laid up just because she got laid. <laughs> and she is feeling a little bit sheepish after their escapade though. Because that was her very first attempt at anal. Which is like, aw. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is fair. Uh, they redress Ro like a child. And they take her back to the mess hall. Where they all joke about her great escape. Yeah. So funny. So funny, isn't it? Ha ha. The kidnapping victim wants to escape. Lolzies. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing the... You know the meme of the white... The the white coloured furry creature sitting on a chair. Yes! Like, that's us right now. We're just like, fuck you. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The boys don't trust her after the great escape because they take it in shifts to keep an eye on her. And when it's Graham's turn, he explains like almost like a prison guard. Yeah, almost like almost like she doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So like Graham uh, kind of on his turn takes his time explaining like all the many security measures on the ranch. So there's like sensors that like set off and go beep beep beep, and there's like yeah. fences and there's loads of shit. And he explains that they had a special cage where they kept electronics just in case there was an EMP. And, uh, yeah, they were paranoid because of their time in the military. So that's how they have electricity and stuff like that. Um, So, again, Ro wants to go see Leah, but uh, Leah is sedated, so she cannot. So, instead, Graham and her go for some target practice in the meantime. They do, like, a little kind of, like, I've I've kind of coined it a hit-the-target Q&A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like if she manages to hit something, he has to answer a question, and then the other way around. She misses. Yeah. She has to answer a question. Um, and Graham gets really horny over the fact that she can shoot a gun and shoot well. <laughs> so it's very much just again military porn. Yeah, it, it? it really is. It really yeah. is. Uh, but before things can get hot and heavy, some of the other boys come in because there's a, been a perimeter breach. <laughs> Sensors have been tripped. Oh no. So. Kill Bill noises. So, uh, Graham gives her his radio and tells her to lock the door. And he explains that the gun range is like an extra bunker. So she'll be fine. Mm, Whatever. Yeah. And there's an even. There's an even deeper secret bunker in case they're under attack. And it's like, a, like even more secret. Literally, it's like, yeah, you lift this carpet and you go under here and there's a high, hydroponic door and then it won't open unless you open it. And I was just like, okay, sure, John. Whatever. Like, you're explaining too much to, to a dumb bitch. Um, so Graham heads out to the command post after this kind of stay safe, babe, quick kiss on the cheek and zoom. And he um, he meets uh, Ty and Zach, who are the others, like, on Firewatch. And they don't know what's tripped the sensors. Yeah. But as they're, like, having that conversation, another beam is tripped. So Graham sets off to go see what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and it kind of switches back to Rowan, who is listening in with Graham's radio. And then she's playing, um, like, solitaire, which is so funny. This is actually really funny, yeah. <laughs> she's just, like, trying to keep herself like, <laughs> occupied. <laughs> occupied. Yeah. And uh, she worries about her boy's safety, but then, like, 
buries that feeling straight down because she's determined to not get attached because she won't be there for long of course not hopefully <laughs> fingers crossed hope for you babes yeah uh yeah so i mean she, she's bored as fuck but eventually the guys come back um yeah you know so it's time for some foodies <laughs> and uh Rowan's to help out for something because you know they've just been outrageous um Okay, and Graham goes like, don't think I'm a misogynistic pig too late. But can you help <laughs> Alison with the women folk work? And Rose like, bruh. Because like he just saw like how well she can shoot and stuff, you know? Like, so why are you like... not putting her on the perimeter? Exactly. Like she At could... least put her in watch. Like, yeah, exactly. She can move. do it watch. Yeah, because you can just sit there, you know? Yeah. She, can, she can absolutely go and watch. But okay then. Um, so she goes to, to wash dishes with Alison and they chat. So actually, um, Alison is actually a pretty cool character. Yeah, uh, I like, wish we'd gotten more about Alison. I know, course. right? I wish so. Um, so, you know, they chat and so we got some backstory on her. Uh, she grew up Mennonite, which is like basically Amish. Yeah. But like it's something else. Once again, America explained, like, if you want to comment, like, please tell us. <laughs> um, yeah. So she married quite young, you know, this is tradition. And, uh, but she got widowed by a farming accident um, while she was pregnant with, you know, her, her husband's child. Yeah. And so she only wanted to marry for love again, not just out of, you know, custom, uh, but she didn't fly with the community. So she ended up moving to the city and worked as a cashier where she met Jonah. And yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Like, it's, it's it's actually really sweet how she describes it because she was, you know, like quite heavily pregnant at the time. But, yeah. you know, he was absolutely cool with that. You know, took her out on dates and, you know, they've been going strong, strong ever since. Yeah. And he's Grace's de facto dad. Like, he's the only dad she's ever known. And yeah. he's absolutely cool with that. And yeah, she's, you know, she's ha- pretty happy now. And so there's uh, some more detail about how, you know, like all the guys <laughs> know each other. Um, So they've basically met all, all met in the army and Alison Jonah started managing the farm after he's left the service mm-hmm. uh, and then a couple of years after that like all the others quit as well uh, after there was a last mission uh, where not everyone made it back uh, so they all came back uh, to live on the ranch uh, but then six months later one of them committed suicide um, yeah so that's quite heavy there's a lot of heavy quite heavy shit in this actually yeah. um yeah, and then so so that's kind of you know what's been going on. Alison gives her some more info just on the way the farm runs, like the energy, like mm-hmm. it was really boring. So <laughs> you don't think you, you, you don't need to know. You don't need to know. Yeah, just you know, just like oh yeah, this has compost, and then this is the way we uh, irrigate our fields and, and shade. And, you know, and here's our like, pigs, and yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And this is our life. So, like, a whole, like, March little, like, went into like so much detail about how this place is running, and not about how sexist her male characters are. And I'm just sitting here like, cool, okay, cool. Yeah, it's just a bit of a jerk off in it. And yeah. then Gra- so Graham shows up and asks her to um, go to the clinic for when Dia wakes up. Um, which she, she does eventually. <laughs> in the next chapter. <laughs> in the next chapter. Uh, but she doesn't really need Ro. Like, she's just kind of, uh, yeah, she just wants to rest, basically. Yeah. Um, so Ro goes back to Alison and helps cooking. But she's also dying to finally get fucked properly tonight. She's fucking gagging. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, then, you know, while she's like in the kitchen with Alison, Saxies are trying to both use both her ankles, and reprimands her. Of course, she falls. <laughs> this bitch can't walk. She really do be Bella, huh? She really do be Bella from Twilight. And yeah, so Graham also joins, and you know, they have dinner. 
Then afterwards, it's the walk of shame, or is it pride over to the cabin? <laughs> like, the three, like the three of them together. Yeah. And she kind of thinks about like, oh, how, you know, she would have been embarrassed back in the day, maybe. But now she's like, fuck yeah, you know, because people are watching. She can tell a bit, but she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, here goes it. Um, <laughs> so Graham tosses her in the middle of the bed. Again, not caring about her ankle. No. Um... Zach kind of asks if she's ready to rumble. Not in those words, because it would be a bit bad, but... Um. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, once again, you know, Zach kind of, like, makes sure, you know, again, before anything happens, you know, she's, you know, she's keen, yep. which is nice. And so she, you know, she kisses Zach, making out with him while Graham kind of, like, kisses her thigh. And, you know, take her, like, her... So, um... <laughs> You're so pissed off. I'm so pissed off, right? Because, like, I mean, once again... Okay, right? Let me start out first, you know, up until this point, I'm like, okay, you know, so I've got a hot guy, you know, kissing, making out, another hot guy kind of like gently kissing the inside of my thigh. Sounds good, you know, like I can live with that. And then, so, you know, they take, you know, her trousers off and uh, Graham like insists that she like spreads and like fingers herself. And then, so she's like, okay, you know, so she kind of like plays with the clit a bit. And does things that she finds pleasurable. Exactly, does things that she finds as pleasurable. She as she should. And, like, because, I mean, literally just started, you know, making out, like, to, like, warm herself up, obviously. Yeah. And she fuck, he fucking slaps her thigh and goes, like, I said, fuck yourself, not play with your clit. Which is, like, bruh, you know? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Semantics. Sorry, I wanted to have some fun here, you know? <laughs> I also wanted to have some fun. Also, right, I would be kind of pissed off if I had not one, but two guys on me, and I still have to do some work myself. And I still have to wank myself off. Exactly, like, I don't need you guys there, then I can just, like, you know, get it over what and done with. And exactly, like, what am I making out of this? Yeah, so she's... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, honestly, right, so, you know, like, with one person, okay, like, the certain angle, it's very, you know, like, it's a bit easier if, like, you help yourself along a little bit, maybe, if you, like, most women don't come from just penetration, that's fair, but if there's already two people that are meant to be only there, focused on me, because they got a weird straightness thing going on, where they're not gonna do anything with each other, it's all me, then why do I have to do anything? Like, this pissed me off more than it should. Yeah. Um, so she's gonna, like, undress, like, her top and shit, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, she's, she's, like, ready to come already from, like, some, you know, dry... Humping. <laughs> yeah, from fucking, like, dry fingering herself, but sure. Uh, but they don't let her just yet. Uh, yeah, she's gonna, like, uh, fully undress. Um, she's getting flipped on her stomach, and though the guys also undress. <laughs> Once again, we've had this in another book, like, Zach's erection almost touches his navel. <laughs> And it's like, why why did you pick at that angle? How high is the navel? I mean, it's here. I mean, that's I mean, th- th- I mean, that's a that's a good size stick. I'm not so much like comp- I'm not so much concerned no, I, about it's, like it's the angle that it's at. It's just it, like yeah. the angle. Why is it so straight up? I think it was the same in Bear Paw Ridge, it was. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I've never seen. I feel that like that's popped that. up a couple of times now. Yeah, I know, like, right? Huh? Like, is that like a weird beauty standard I'm not aware of? Like, Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so she, you know, like, she, like, very enthusiastically gives him some head, which is cool. Um, and so, because, like, she's, like, on her stomach, so I think she goes kind of, you know, like, on her, you know, hands and knees. So Graham goes up behind her and, like, you know, plays with her pussy from behind and asks if she wants to come while Zach comes in her mouth. Once again, fellas, is it gay to be obsessed with your homie sweet yeah. juicy cum? <laughs> uh, yeah, that part ends with her, like, having an 
um, explosive orgasm, apparently. Exactly. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, you know, but she does, like, so, you know, the kind of time is, so, but, like, yeah, he, like, he comes, they he are, comes they are uber straight, but, hmm. Yeah, but obsessed with their hobby sweet juice come. Literally. So, uh, Rowan thinks she might pass out after the quote-unquote great orgasm. Uh, and she gives Graham, like, a lazy kiss, but she tastes salt, so clearly she misses his mouth. Just a sweaty body. Also, also, once again, like, she just... Oh, doesn't she taste salt from the cum? I thought that was... Oh. I thought, like, she kisses, you know, like, Zach's cum onto Graham's mouth. Oh, very possibly. That's oh, what I shit. thought she meant oh. by tasting salt. I think like... you might be right. Anyway, so, yeah... Graham is absolutely gagging to get inside her with Zach. It's a bit of a one in the pink, one in the stink <laughs> situation. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, yeah, uh, he kind of manoeuvres her so he is, you know, prepped and ready to dive in. They get her consent before they start manoeuvring anything. Um <laughs> Uh, here's my next note. It's not about the book, but I think this is really funny. Uh, I know that some people f- really enjoy this, as in, um, but and Virginia. <laughs> but the sensation of something both moving in and then conversely out at the same time with my body makes me feel queasy. I know what you mean. Like, no, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I feel like the kind it's of like. It's like if I was about to vomit. But then it comes back. And then someone stuck their finger in my nose at the same time. I'd be like, this is terrible. I feel like it would kind of create some sort of... I I mean, I know it doesn't, but I always like think there would be some weird kind of like suction thing going on. You know what I mean? Some weird like pulling. I don't know. It's just the idea of something both moving in of one area, into one area of my body and then at the exact same time, another thing moving out, like, genuinely makes me feel sick. And I can't describe why. It's just, I was so fixated on that that right. this really ruined this part okay, for me. Because oh, I was like, oh, fuck, I hate this. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, so they prep her a little bit and they call her a dirty girl because she wants to fuck two men. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and they make her finish again before beginning to DP. Uh, Graham is huge apparently and he's going up the butt so this is causing a bit of hesitation because she's like is it in yet and he's like yeah almost and she's like almost (laughs) (laughs) fuck him yeah um, understandably for her first time does she get like a finger or something she does get like a very mild kind of play around before they pop it straight in but Mm. there's not there's no prep being done you know like okay as I've said, Graham is huge and she's gagging for it, so it doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, she feels like she has spent her whole life waiting for this experience. <laughs> she's oh, yes. just like so grateful for this experience. Ah, uh, yes, the pinnacle of my life, the most beautiful day <laughs> that I've been waiting for. <laughs> my first stick up my butt. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I've literally just put, yeah, and they all finish. No, so, like, yeah, Zach yeah, was cool. in the pink. Graham's in the stink. Psst. Piss? <laughs> no, that was meant to. That was meant to be jizz. Oh, jizz. Oh. I guess. <laughs> like, no. It sounds more like a train stopping. 
like a train. <laughs> there was a train. Stop. <laughs> You know how you also called it running a train? Yeah. 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 There was a train stopping, oh. so... <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, they all finish. They all finish. The end. I've, actually, I've laughed so hard there that I've got white and black spots. <laughs> I feel flattered. this is over um so it's the middle of so it's now the middle of the night and the radio comes on it's like dun 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 dun. uh there's three guys on the fence line um like you know graham takes it and robert wakes up and is like what's going on because she's a bit exhausted after this so g uh runs to the armory and you know grabs a gun uh there's gunshots over the radio then there's not really anything then there's nothing it's like ah you know all this it's stressful yeah it's a whole thing uh yeah it's a bit like it's what i find this quite often in this book that like things aren't really very clear of like what's actually going on you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i'm just giving like an upright version right here because like that's all you need like that, as i said there's a lot of like military porn shit where there's like where they talk over the radio or some and who cares they talk about all the types of guns and i'm like uh, echo pew pew yeah, yeah okay. ex- exactly i was like okay cool um <laughs> okay go, go circle exactly uh so basically one guy got shot in the shoulder um i forgot his name alex uh, has been shot but it is like barely alive yeah uh, like he's bleeding from his head um oh yeah it's like isn't he, he he didn't actually get shot he he like dove out the way to miss the bullet and then cracked his skull. yeah exactly like on, on a rock exactly yeah so yeah that was that um, yeah, but, you know, he's, like, unconscious, but, you know, alive. Um, so, Graham, Bo, and Jamie head out. They shoot one of the guys, who's, like, one of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, then one guy is unconscious, and the other guy runs off. Mm-hmm. So that was that. Um, we back to Row. Uh, Alison and her are meant to stay in the mess hall, uh, slash bunker, with the doors locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a description of this massive fucking four-bunker underground network they have, which is like, okay. Um, yeah, apparently the There's an- being prepared, and then there's being psychotic. Exactly. And verges on psychotic, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, apparently, like, the uncle was really scared of, like, a nuclear attack during the Cold War, so he built those. I mean, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess. I guess. And... Okay, this is also so fucking random, right? So it's in the middle of the night, obviously, like, after after they fought. Mm. And she's, like, kind of grateful, almost, that, like, this is, you know, how the, like, the night ended because she feels that the morning would have been kind of awkward. <laughs> and then it's just, like, what? Like, consenting adults can have sex. That's fine, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like what? Like, what? Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and yeah, she so she feels like, you know, tomorrow morning her uncle should be fine, but she also kind of doesn't want to go because she just got fucked so good. Um, but her dad and her sister are waiting for her, so... Eh. And yeah, she kind of muses about how she was such a horrible person the past few years because she put her career first and, you know, missed, like, family holidays and stuff. You know, which is fair, but also I feel like she's, like, being really harsh on herself. Like, because, I mean, her family lives, like, over, like a state away. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, she's... You know, I mean, it's totally fair if, like, recognize you have different priorities later like, later on. But, like, I wouldn't say she's, like, you know... That's, like, the absolute worst thing you can do ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of waiting. It's just... Yeah. They just wait. <laughs> uh, somebody knocks. Uh, Leah picks up a knife and is terrified, uh, obviously because she is severely traumatized. Uh, but it's Graham, Zach, and Jonah uh, who come back. So like, oh, what's going on? You know, 
good. Um, yeah, I think it's it's the it's more rednecks like same. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was the rednecks again. Yeah, it was it was those rednecks rednecks again. Like we don't really go into any more detail here. Um, so then Graham's just like straight up says that she's not leaving. Uh, like what the fuck? First of all. And he's like, oh, anybody can. He can't spare anybody to escort her. Yeah, with those guys attacking them all the time. And yeah. she's like, what do you think is gonna happen? Like, if anything is gonna get worse. And well, if you don't take me, I'm just gonna go myself. You know, because like she, she's a good shot. You know, like I mean, she she's can walk. She's a good shot. She can walk on her ankle. She got herself this far. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, if they can just give her some supplies, you know, like gun and like some ammo, she, you know, she'd probably be fine. Yeah. And once again, Graham, like, grips her by the face and is like, No, you're too damn important! Exclamation, exclamation mark, one eleven, you know. Um, and he's like, yeah, we figure it out, give us some time. And she's like, I don't have time, but okay. Because, I mean, she's, you know, what, what is she supposed to do right now? Yeah. Like, that, that's that. Yeah. The, at this point, I'm starting to get really mad. Oh, yeah. Um, at the fact that they won't just let this woman leave. Yeah. They've had sex with her once. Yeah. She's known them for two days. Yeah, exactly. Why can't she leave? Exactly. Like, what kind of fucking obligation does she have here, you know? They couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. Tough shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, okay then. And she's like, you know, what kind of gonna go myself then? You know? And like, the least they can do is like... Honour that. Honour that, you know? Even if they don't hold up their end. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense to us, but not to these idiots. Nah. <laughs> anyway, so after this kind of lovers quarrel, uh, Rowan helps Alison with the dishes, and the boys spend the day burying the bodies of the rednecks. And they also do like repairing the fence that they somehow managed to break down. Don't really know how they did that. Yeah. And like also like running drills in case it happens again. <laughs> Oh, so I suppose the unconscious guy fucking died then. Oh no, Alex is fine. Oh no, no, not Alex, no, because I think no, but they said like one of they he, he mowed down one of the rednecks and another one was like locked unconscious. Oh. Uh, yeah, so suppose he did then. Oh. So I don't think anyone from their side died. I think it was. Oh no, nobody from their side died. No, no, no. Yeah. I, meant, I meant the rednecks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think the both. I think two rednecks yeah, died, died and one then, survived. Yeah. yeah, one ran off. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um. Zach and Graham discuss with Ty about how they plan on keeping Ro. <laughs> sure. So Ty's like, so what are you going to do? And they're like, oh, we're going to keep her. Because that's a normal conversation to have. Yeah. About a person you've known for two days. Exactly. Anyway, they kind of reason this uh, obsession with Rowan by saying, look, her family would want her safe. And the only way that is possible is if she stays with us. It's just like, once again, they not don't true. know that, yeah. yeah. First of all, not true, and also they don't know that. They don't know how well the family is and that, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. So then Tyler, I think it's Tyler, uh, Ty's obviously like, well, you know, I don't know how kindly she'll take to that. Yeah. And Graham's like, well, I don't care, I'll tie her to the bed so she can't escape. Oh, that is so fucking gross. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. I mean, no judgment, like a consensual king relationship, you no, know. Like no, some... that's it. Yeah, like, exactly, that's, that's it. That's the key word there. Consent is key, my guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Graham goes back to fetch Roll and thinks about what will happen tonight, uh, tonight now that their deal is essentially off. <sighs> yeah, cool. 
Bolly thinks about. Uh, but you can't find her in the mess hall. So the boys start to think that she's done a runner again, which would be so justified if she had. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But uh, no, she's just taking a shower. Yeah. Which she's allowed to do. Yeah, as a person. Exactly, yeah. And she's kind of like got one of the men to stand guard outside, mm-hmm. so no one walks in on her. Yeah, yeah, which is fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. The boys are probably used to just like going in, like they've all seen each other's dicks. Letting it hang. Letting it hang, yeah. so she doesn't want to have an embarrassing moment with yeah. someone. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. See, when I say something like "Don't let anyone in," I mean "Don't let anyone." Yeah, in. exactly. But obviously, Zach and Graham feel like they have the right to just barge in on her while she's having a shower. Of course. Because they've seen her naked once, so they can see her naked all the time, right? Yeah, that's how this works, right? Consent given in one instance applies to all future afterwards, right? Yeah, clearly. Because Rowan doesn't protest about it. And just saying, if you have any autistic listeners, this was very much sarcasm. We we had a whole minute and a half there where we were being extremely sarcastic. Extremely sarcastic, yeah. Um, it's not okay to do that. Yeah, this is absolutely and not again, okay. And again, Rona's not a woman because she doesn't react. Yet. Yeah, I've said, she's decided not to be mad as she wants to have sex. Cool. Cool. <laughs> it's like, once again, not how this works. But, yeah, but so she okay. kind of is like, I don't, I, I don't give a damn because last night was the best night. I've ever had in my life, so let's just do it again. Yeah. And the boys are like, okay. <laughs> so uh, Graham gets a tit and blowjob combo. Interesting. Uh, whilst Ro wanks herself off. Once again, this woman has to do fucking everything around here, huh? What's Zach doing? Just standing? I guess. Just watching? <laughs> Probably. Not gonna help. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, uh, Graham at the end gives her, quote, an honest to God. Pearl necklace. Hmm, okay, cool. Fucking hate that. Anyway, so Zach grabs the emergency lube from the locker (laughs) that they reserve for wanking purposes. (laughs) And they go for another DP round, but this time they've like switched positions. So Zach's up her butt because he's really desperate to try it. Yeah. And yeah. So are they they still in the shower? I think that they fuck in the locker room oh okay but the tit wank happened in the shower oh yeah oh wait but i was, I was just trying to figure out the logistics of them debuting her so she's like sitting standing. on a bench oh yeah she was sitting on a bench oh, oh yeah she's sitting on somebody's lap and then she yeah and they're on a bench her, yeah, yeah exactly and then yeah. Her legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i remember you remember i remember Unfortunately. Unfortunately. You wish you could forgo. I, I, rep- I had repressed this. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have such good sex that um, Ro falls asleep afterwards when they're all done. Cool. Just exhausted against this yeah. man. Against uh, Zach, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she would be soon sitting on his lap, yeah. yeah. So they kind of carry her back to bed and then it kind of flashes to or flashes forward to when Rowan wakes up, cuddled in between the two boys. And um, they've been so tired from fucking her that they've not even like got dressed or put like a blanket on or nothing. They're all just lying there in a little cuddle puddle. Um, and this is when Rowan enacts her true plan. <laughs> so although it's... Uh, exactly. Uh, although it upsets her very much, she just has to go. So she steals some clothes, some guns, some ammo, some supplies, mm-hmm. what she needs, mm-hmm. and she fucks off. Da, da, da. She had, in fact, lured the boys 
into having sex with her, knowing that it would tire them out so she could escape. Oh my god, I love that. What a genius. Honestly, a fucking chad. But also she wanted to have sex with him. Which I wouldn't but, you know, you know, was like, which, which is fair, you know what I mean? No, people are allowed to want to have sex. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't want to have sex with these people. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, same. But, you know, I mean, I just feel like in her context, I mean, if she wants to, you know, like, that's absolutely fair, but it's a yeah. nice little, like, two stones, two, two birds, one stone situation. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? And then also the whole thing where they bargained for her to stay to have sex. Exactly. So she kind of subverts that. Absolutely. It's yeah. very fun. Exactly, I really like that. So, we're gonna yeah. cliffhanger it here. Yeah. But, thought so far. Fucking hate this book. Right? I know, likewise. Like, as I said, you know, I mean, you know, for instance, this, and you've probably seen, you know, we've had quite a few quickies, um, like our previous episodes, uh, so first longer one since Bear Porridge. Yeah. And, like, which we apologize for, but, like, we've been trying to do this book for, like, I think literally six weeks. Yeah. Because, like, getting through it in the first place and then, you know, like, doing notes for it. It's not even that long. Like, it's about as long as, you know, like, the other long ones we've done. But it's just, it was just so hard to get through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're doing it. And we're, bringing, we're gonna bring you part two next week so you can see how this resolves. Yeah. And then we'll do our proper uh, review as well. Exactly. And then it's and gonna do a full review. Yeah. So any lasting, lasting, uh, any penultimate, no, yeah, brain no work, read too much porn today, clearly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fucking like, <laughs> this shuts down something in my brain and it just goes into like fucking freeze. The error noise. Error noise. Yeah, no, um, I fucking hate this book so much, and here's why. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is, okay, I, actually, there's another layer to it for me. Yeah. My problem with this is that, like, the it could be really good. Yeah. Like, the premise is, is fun, kind of, you know, it's like, okay, cool, you got a bit of an apocalyptic thing going yeah. on. You know, it's a three-something, okay, cool, you know, yeah. you got some cool side characters, like, yeah. you know, like, Alison's family, I think, seems really nice. Uh, you know, like this. I mean, they're still assholes, but like the characters do all have backstory. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this could be really good, but then they're all absolute. And also, actually, I quite like Ro. Like Ro is quite a headstrong woman. Like, I mean, you can. Is she? <sighs> yeah. Okay. I was just gonna add that because she's. I mean, like she's headstrong in the context of this book. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, So, yeah. for this book, she is a headstrong woman. Yeah. Would I say she's a headstrong woman? Regular, In yeah. comparison to... Don't say Twilight, please. Not gonna say Twilight, <laughs> don't worry. Um, fucking trying to think of headstrong heroines right now. Let's say... Katniss Everdeen, right? I, 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 no. I was, gonna, I, was, I was gonna say Lizzie Bennet, even. Lizzie you know? Bennet. Yeah, oh, exactly. we were talking about, we were talking yeah. about Mr. Darcy earlier. Yeah, and exactly. I was saying how Graham is like Mr. Darcy, but mis- without the redemption arc. Yes. And you thought it was a bit harsh, but I, thought I was still a bit think harsh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, which is fair, you know, I just thought, I thought it was a bit harsh, yeah. because I feel like... Like, like Joe from Little Women. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. That's a headstrong woman. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah, like, I know no, what she, she mean, stands exactly. up for what she believes in yeah. and she makes her points heard. I feel like if I had written this book, I would have made Rowan, first of all, use her lawyering abilities to oh, absolutely. fucking be like, okay, under this rule, under that law, under this rule, military man. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. 
you work for me. I'm a citizen. I pay your wages. Exa- Fuck you. Exactly. Like, also, you, know I mean? you have such a hard of rules, guys. Well, here are the rules. You know Here's what I mean? Here's the fucking constitution. Exactly. Get fucked. Get fucked. Put it up your butt. You know? Like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It could have been so fun. Like, I mean, if Graham... I mean... See, because, like, I don't have anything in theory against, you know, like, the kind of, like, dark brooding... You know, like no, I maybe like a trope. You know, trope. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. think it's hilarious. It's a it's, it's a fun trope, but like not being an ass, absolute raging asshole at the same time. You well, know that's what I mean? The difference, and like you it? know, once again, like you know, if they want to do like a little okay, see what I find really weird, right? <laughs> that like the, the actual sex isn't even that kinky, apart from the DP part. Like it's not even very like DS yeah, for, for for threesomes basic sex, it's actually pretty it? basic actually what I, what I mean right but then they do all this weird BDSM shit outside of the sex where it doesn't belong without any yeah, prior like th- deep discussion like, you know like what I mean spanking her calling her little girl exactly lifting her everywhere dressing her like all of these things that would have kind of been agreed upon by consenting adults happen to roll without ever getting her exactly. consent about it. Exactly. And also, this is usually something you do in like in an established relationship that already yeah. has a strongly established ex- sexual component and then you decide together to take that into, you know, like, non-sexual spaces yeah. as well. exactly. Which exactly. is fine, but, like, not like this. And then... Yeah, I don't know. And also because, like... Oh, it's I, like everything's done backwards. Everything's done backwards, yeah. Exactly. That's it from us for this week. Come back next time if you're not too scarred. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok at NotMyCupOfTeaPod with a capital T instead of tea like the drink. And Instagram at NotMyCupOfTeaPodcast just to make it extra confusing. That's T spelled out. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever else you are listening to this right now. Also, spicy thanks to our composer, Kyle Clark, cover artist, Oliver Groves, and the brave editor, Andy Wells. Till next time.